In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! Good morning. On today's show, what kind of retirement saver are you? Studies show you likely fit into one of five types. We'll dig into what those types are and the challenges they can pose. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. Welcome in to the Get Ready for the Future show. My name is Scott Inman along with John Shrewsbury and Candace Stanley with us today. We are glad to have you along on our live stream on this Wednesday morning on our YouTube channel and on Facebook Live. And we, if you're listening on radio over the weekend, we thank you for doing that as well and we certainly are glad to see it warm back up if you're listening over the weekend cold enough for may yeah everything's cooling off the markets are cooling off this week (laughs) Uh, the temperatures have cooled off i'm ready for summertime i don't know about you guys well i was about to say that in arkansas you know this cool spell is temporary because you know the heat's coming and and i think probably the cooling off in the market is a little bit temporary too but you know it's one that is not unexpected after the blistering run-up that we've had since uh, about March of 2020. Yeah, we've got a great show on tap for you today, as we mentioned in the open five types of retirement savers. Hopefully we can uh, help you identify which type you are. And really, I think the application for you, we're going to give you some tips on uh, the on how to kind of overcome the challenges that being one of those five types might pose. But it is really a psychological show, I think, because that really is where these types of savers originate. Before we get into that, though, I was thinking, you know, I've been watching um, Ryan Dietrich's uh, LPL Market Signals podcast that he does. Right. And, you know, obviously listening for information that he gives us, but also kind of seeing the showmanship that he provides in that and, and kind of relating it to hosting this show. And have, have you watched it lately? I, I've not had a chance to. I've been really crazy okay. busy, but but please yeah. inform us. They've been on this uh, dog joke kick. They've been dog a jokes? dog joke. They've been asking people who watch to send in a dog joke and then they've been sharing it i think really? it's over now okay i was just trying to think how we at the get ready for the future show could solicit some sort of entertaining component like that well i'm sure so we're, we gonna could. Have to, we're gonna have to ask our listeners and viewers to do that our, our facebook live folks can can actually uh give us some recommendations today <laughs> yeah uh, i don't know i don't know if it's dog keep, joke i don't keep know keep them clean please yes. just please keep yes. them clean but but if you have a recommendation on how we can uh, liven the show up a little bit uh, yes. with some jokes That'd be fun. They're fun to watch, though. I mean, Ryan sometimes I think forgets he's on a podcast, so he just starts <laughs> talking about it, talking about whatever he wants to talk about. So that's fun. We're going to try to stay on point a little bit better than that today. Hey, right, so listen to these numbers. A lot of this is going to derive a lot of uh, where we're getting our information today from some surveys, some uh, compilations of studies. Here's one for you: almost half of Americans who have yet to retire are anxious they won't have enough money to live comfortably in retirement. Now, that's not any surprise to us. We've quoted numbers like that in the past. But even with that, only about one in three people in their 50s say that saving for retirement is their greatest financial priority, while more than half say their greatest financial priority is simply covering their basic living expenses or paying down debts like credit cards or a mortgage or a mortgage. And of those that are offered a 401k from their job, fewer than one in three are contributing more than 10% of their income. That comes from Transamerica. So obviously, we've talked about the retirement crisis uh, in this country before uh, for many years on the Get Ready for the Future show. As a whole, Americans are not prepared. They don't feel prepared. And they're not really doing the things necessary to empower their financial future because of everything they're dealing with on a day-to-day basis like debt and living expenses. Yeah, I think sometimes we get very myopic about this, Scott. When you think about how people think about their money, it is kind of a day-to-day thing. And, you know, let's face it, we are barraged with the immediate. We are barraged with the 
here and now as opposed to the future. We all tend to be a, a little bit to the to some extent a very I'll just call it a very uh, motivated by instant gratification. Mm -hmm. And so consequently, we have a situation where we take care of what's right in front of us and really don't have time to look up. There's an analogy that we use in our planning here at, at GenWealth with our company uh, that that if you're you know chopping weeds through the woods, sometimes you've got to climb the tree and look up and see where you're going, mm. or you're just going to keep chopping until you chop yourself right off a cliff yeah. that you didn't see coming. And that's mm -hmm. where I think Candace, a lot of people are in retirement. They're so focused on the day-to-day -day of what's going on in life. They don't ever climb the tree and look ahead and see where they're going. Yeah, and see the forest for the trees, right? right. Yeah, and they get so involved in their day-to-day -day things and that paying the next month's bill or, you know, these things that they get so wrapped up in and they forget to look back and see the big picture and retirement is a picture that's coming closer and closer. And, and the, the, the problem with that, Scott, is that when people come in sometimes – uh, it, it becomes very apparent to them that they're not prepared when they sit right. down and, you know, they're saying, well, I need this much income in retirement. And we're going, yeah, I, I get that. And here's where you are. So let's talk about how we can uh, potentially get there. Then they've got to hurry. Then they've got to begin to save more mm -hmm. at the end, as opposed to saving a little bit more, you know, along the way and being more prepared at retirement. Yeah, I see this as, as all these stats that we just share being a cash flow problem. I mean, it really becomes a situation where you have to deal with the debt. You have have to lower your expenses as best you can. And maybe it might even include finding out a way to raise your income, further your career, right? At whatever, depending on what uh, stage of life or what season of life you're in. But there has to be a priority shift on some levels to get to putting money away for retirement. And I hope that uh, this show is going to help you maybe get motivated to do that as we talk about the five types of retirement savers. And this first group is has been labeled. I don't know where they get these labels, but it's called uncertain strugglers. Okay. So are you an uncertain struggler? This group, according to the surveys, make up about 29% of the population. So this is a large group. Almost a third uh, of us are uncertain strugglers when it comes to retirement saving. They are more likely to rely on instinct and recommendations from family and friends to make financial decisions. Over half of this group is 45 or over, but they don't know much about retirement planning, don't have a financial plan, and haven't calculated income needs in retirement. People in this group are generally pessimistic. You can see that headed towards a snowball effect, right? About living right. comfortably in retirement with many expecting to rely on social security and help from family to get by. And only 24% expect their savings and sources of income to last through retirement. That's the lowest percentage of any of the five types. So pessimism really kind of comes to the forefront in this. You know, Henry Ford is uh, famous for saying, if you think you can or you think you can't, whichever one it is, you're right. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that oftentimes people do get down this kind of rabbit hole, if you will, or this tunnel of thinking that I just, I'm not, never going to be able to retire. Uh, I'm going to work until I die. Mm -hmm. All of those things that, that people are common to say. Uh, and, and it really is kind of almost a justification for their lack of saving or lack of preparation or what have you. Hey, I get it. We are not taught a whole lot about saving and investment. You know, when you go and set up your 401k plan at work, usually HR is the one doing that with you. And they go, hey, uh, just fill out this paperwork and have it back to us on Friday. And that's the limit of the expertise that you have on how to manage this. And so I liken it, Candace, to sometimes uh, I would talk about when I was teaching my kids to drive, I give my daughter the keys to the car when she's 14 and go, here's the manual. Here's the keys. Yeah. Good, Good luck. luck. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, that really does create problems down the road. I feel like this uncertain strugglers group or those people, when we talk to them and ask them about retirement, they're like, retirement, what's that? Yeah. You know, I'm going to work, work till I die, work till yeah. I die. Mm -hmm. you know, that's not something that's going to happen for me. And, um, and I hate that. And, and they may, it sounds like they're also the group that they'll listen to friends and family, those people in their circle that they like, trust and believe before they'll may talk to an advisor. Yes, absolutely. We had a comment from uh, one of our viewers on Facebook. If you climb the tree and look ahead, but don't see the wolf, 
that is on you. And I think that, that you, you've got to kind of think about that, too. There is a balance to this. You, you certainly can't be so forward-looking about your retirement and, and your investments that you don't take care of things that are going on right now. That's why we recommend, as we do financial planning for folks, we recommend that you have an emergency fund, that you have three to six months of income, uh, or at least of expenses, set aside in an account that has nothing to do with your retirement, has nothing to do with anything else, Mm -hmm. and you certainly don't want to touch that except for the wolf being at the door. It's not if the wolf comes. The wolf is going to come. Oh, sure. Yeah. All the way through that journey. But as John said, you have to be prepared for that as well. But that takes some forward looking to anticipate the wolf as well. Yes. Uh, people, People do not create enough margin in their financial life. When you think about margin, you think yeah. about when you were writing in, in grade school and you know you had the little the little red line on this side and then you had and the teacher always counted off on me if I wrote all the way to the end of the page. Yeah. It's like, no, you can't do that. You've got to have some margin on this side of the page to make it look good. Well you got to have some margin in your financial life mm-hmm. so that when the wolf does come, you've got some room there to account for that while at the same time looking ahead and saving for retirement and understanding how to use those retirement vehicles like a 401k plan. I think oftentimes people kind of poo-poo the 401k because they don't understand it. It, You know, the markets go down. Well, I lost money. That's not working. I need to do something else. Yeah. The emergency fund is a great tip for uncertain strugglers. Get that done first. A, A couple of thousand dollars parked on the sidelines so that you can begin to Put money away for retirement, whether it's $100, whether it's $1,000, whether it's $10. Mm-hmm. You can start a systematic contribution to your retirement plan. And then if something happens, if that wolf jumps on you, you've got some cash parked on the sidelines to prepare for that. Now, I would say, too, another tip for uncertain strugglers is think about what you are going to live on in retirement if you don't accumulate some wealth. And that's going to be Social Security. Maybe there's a pension involved, and a lot of people do rely on that, too. I think that's sometimes used as an excuse to not save in a retirement yep. account because I've got the backstop of the pension. But if you don't have a pension and you're just going to rely on Social Security, think about this. The estimated average Social Security benefit in 2021, the average, is $1,543 per month. And yours is really the only one you should worry about, not the average. And if you think about how, John, it's going to be a fraction of your of your employment income. Yeah. And I want to talk about the pension for just a second, because I, I get it. Pensions are great if you have one. But let's really understand the statistics. Only about 12% of Americans have a pension available to them. A lot of those these days are government employees, because most corporations have faced out their pensions. But even if you have a pension, do you understand that that one decision by a manager that basically says, okay, you're out, then stops any pension accrual that you might have. And so you really can't just forego savings and say, I'm going to have a pension because I'm going to be working here for the rest of my life because Candace, oftentimes that's not really up to the saver. Yeah, because if you're still just relying on the pension, then you are still committing to living paycheck to paycheck in Mm -hmm. retirement too when you don't have another level of liquidity for access for extra things yeah and and the the other thing scott most pensions are not adjusted for inflation when you think about one of the things that you absolutely have got to do in retirement one of the three big risks of retirement is trying to deal with the inflation factor we're seeing inflation begin to heat up right now in our economy and what have you one of the big risks that you have is inflation overtaking your ability to keep up with things. Your pension, most of the time, is not inflation adjusted. Again, unless you work for the government, your pension is not inflation adjusted. So if you take that pension, you're locking yourself in on a fixed income, which is one of the worst things that you can do in retirement. Yeah, that social security check that we said averages about 1500 a month, that's not going to go up and keep up with inflation either. They do oftentimes get a cost of living adjustment, but it's not going to keep up with real inflation as a general rule. I want to go back as we finish up this segment to talk about that income component. You know, a lot of people, they come from humble beginnings and they may think that there's nothing that they can do. I want to say this. Most of the people we work with hail from humble beginnings. Some weren't even that lucky and they got to the finish line and they are having the retirement outcome the successful retirement that they dreamed of because they did some of the things that we're going to talk about in today's show. So we're talking about what type of retirement saver are you? One of five types we've talked about 
Uncertain Strugglers. The next one is after the break. Be back in just a second. Identifying five types of retirement savers on today's Get Ready for the Future show. Which type are you? And some tips on overcoming some of the challenges that may be associated with being that type. We talked about the uncertain strugglers in the last segment, and that group makes up 29% of the population. Uh, They really have a hard time visualizing retirement. They're not taking full advantage, maybe, of their retirement accounts at work. Where you come from isn't where you're going, though, and we do have a great opportunity to find out where you are along that journey. Find out if you're on track. We've got something called the 15-minute retirement, and it really takes probably less than 15 minutes. And the amount of time you spend checking your social media, Twitter or Facebook, you can put in some information and find out where are you, generally speaking, on the path towards retirement. Here's how to do it. Get your checkup free by visiting our website, 15minuteretirement.com. That's one five, the number one five, minuteretirement.com, or just text the word checkup to 501-381-5228. That goes for whatever type of retirement saver you are. You don't have to be the uncertain struggler. Our next retirement saver or type of retirement saver is the optimistic dreamer. And as soon as I read that title, I said, this is the young group, right? And sure enough, as I look through there, it makes up only 13% of the population, but nearly half are under 45 and 26% are under 35. Well, good for them for dreaming. That's that's exciting. You should have an optimistic look towards uh, your financial future and have a desire to be financial independent. We love to see that, but retirement does seem far away for this group and it is if they are statistically younger but they do plan in their minds right in their dreams to have a very productive very successful retirement so it's a good start yeah Mm -hmm. i think their intentions are are actually pretty good the question that i would ask this group is okay what are you doing about it what what uh positive uh very affirmative uh steps are you taking toward that goal do you know what your financial independence number is? Do you understand what financial independence is and what it's going to take to get there? I think that's the the number one thing. And Candace, I think the the uh, the the danger here, if you want to call it that, is the feeling that they think, oh, it's just all going to work out. It's all going to be fine. It's all going to work out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw some money at something, and that should take care of it. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the poll that they done on, um, I don't know if it's teenagers or school-age children, um, but one of the top careers that they dream of being is a YouTuber. You know, yeah, they're going to yeah. strike it rich being a YouTuber, and so I don't really have to plan or do anything because that's going to take care of everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do think, Scott, there is a uh, there is a general thought process about this that you know it's all going to work out and oftentimes these optimistic dreamers are well i'm putting enough money in to get my company matching my 401k so that should be enough they haven't really done the math to to look at okay if you keep doing that where is that ultimately going to get you? Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the breakdowns in this in this area. And I do think, John, it is a challenge to figure that out when you're 30 or 40 years away from retirement. That's sure. probably going to change. Yes. But you do need to throw a target out there so you know mm-hmm. what you're shooting at, where you're trying to get to. The other thing I think about when I think about optimistic dreamers, we did a whole show on the fire movement. Yes. And, and I think that's part of it, too, when I think about, hey, the optimism is great, the dreaming part is great, but where's the reality in I'm going to retire at 40? Okay, what do you really have to do to retire at 40? And what challenges are you going to face if you really think you're going to do that? Boy, the longevity risk, when you think about the three big risks of retirement, we talked about inflation. Think about how much inflation is going to go up from the time somebody's 40 just until they're 65. And so if they're thinking about retiring at 40, you've got an inflation risk that you've got to deal with, but you also have the longevity risk. And what does that mean? That means you run out of money before you run out of life or run out of time in your life. And so when you're thinking about, okay, I'm going to retire at 40, do you really understand the, the mathematical dynamics of how much money it would take for you to be able to sustain your income from age 40 until 80 or 85? Yeah, for a lot of those people that want to retire that early, 
early, especially before age 59 and a half, do not realize that everything that they're putting into retirement savings, that there would be a penalty if they withdrew it. So you're going to have to save on top of retirement money in order to retire early like that. That's a great point. They don't understand that. So without a plan, the future just happens to you. We have a great uh, idea, especially if you're in this younger age group and you're a long way out, but you have great optimism when you think about your financial future and your chances to be financial independent and that is our money guide program i think that's a great uh place for this generation or even uh if you're a little older but you think like that too i really am motivated to do something but i don't know where to start this money guide program is a goals-based planning program to keep you on track to and through retirement designed specifically for those who are in the middle of their financial journey and need a coach to guide them as they balance family and finance. And that's relatively new to the Gen Wealth offerings, but it's a great value we have here. Scott, I cannot imagine anything that would be better than uh, some software that would help you to understand how you take care of the needs that you have today. And let's, let's just enumerate those for just a second. First of all, you got kids and man, do they, uh, you know, burn through the money uh, <laughs> these days, like incredibly so. Uh, you've got a house mortgage, you're paying for cars, Maybe you've even got elderly parents that you're needing to, to help with, or, or at least that's kind of uh, stretching your financial budget a little bit. You've got a lot of stuff going on, but you also have these goals and these dreams. How do you balance those two things? How do you say, okay, I want to be sure to take care of what's in front of me right now today, and also need to be able to climb that tree that we were talking about and look ahead over the top of the forest and be able to see where I'm going in the future. If that's you, then you need to reach out to us on your on our Money Guide program because Money Guide actually does that. We sit down with you and then we understand what your current situation is. Maybe you need to replace a car every four or five years. We can build that into your plan. There's a lot of things that can be accomplished these days with the technology that we've got at our disposal, but marrying that technology with the human real world advice of a financial advisor really is the the, the alchemy that I think gets us to that goal that a lot of people in that age group are looking for. Can we talk to a little bit about cost? Because people may be thinking every dime I've got is in my 401k. That's okay. That's yeah. not what this program is about. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've got a the ability to engage with you and do it on a very economical basis. Mm-hmm. There's an initial sign-up fee for Money Guide, and then it is a small monthly fee per month. You don't even have to have any assets to invest with us here at GenWealth to engage in this program. Incredibly valuable for those folks that that are putting a lot of money in their their corporate retirement plan. They don't have an IRA. One of the things, Candace, that is a huge impediment of people coming to see a financial advisor is they say, well, I don't have any money to invest. Yeah, but I've met with a few couples lately that are are younger. They're coming in. They want to plan. They don't have a lot of assets yet. But, you know, talking about their emergency fund, they thought they had too many or a couple that I met with earlier this week thought they had too much in savings. And he just said, yeah, I'm dumb. You know, I've got too much in here. It's not earning anything. I said, well, you know, let's talk about why you're not dumb, you know, and we talked about this money guide program. And the really neat thing that got him excited about it was the ability for him to sign in on his own and look at his plan anytime he wants to, if it's after hours or on the weekend, make little tweaks to his plan to see, you know, what if I did this, what would happen to my plan? Or what if I, you know, bought this, what would happen? And so it's really neat and a user-friendly program. And then, and I thought that he was really interested in, in taking advantage of that. And one of the greatest things about that, Scott, I, you can take things for a test drive in this, in this program. You can go in and make those tweaks, but it doesn't change your plan right. until you call your advisor and say, hey, I made some tweaks in that. Take a look at it. See if you concur with what I'm talking about. So it does give you some hands-on control of things without actually changing the plan until those things that you've tweaked on are confirmed. So if you're an optimistic dreamer, I want you to write this phone number down. We've got a new phone number, by the way, a toll-free number wherever you're hearing our voice today or watching us, 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-PLAN. 7526. So call us, get started with the Money Guide program and be that opti- turn that optimistic optimistic dreaming into a real plan because uh, I know one guy used to say 
uh, a dream without a plan is just a wish. That, that's absolutely true. And one of the reasons we have this this new toll-free number, uh, Scott, is the Gen Wealth team is expanding. You know, we're now in three states. We're in Arkansas, Louisiana, now in Brentwood, Tennessee, uh, the greater Nashville area. Christian Von Allman is our new team member over there. So if you're listening or watching uh, over in the Tennessee area, we've got folks in uh, in the ten- Middle Tennessee is, I think, how they, they phrase it over there, uh, Middle Tennessee to serve you as well and we can uh, do the ready to retire process the money guide process whichever wherever you fall in that category we've got folks that can help you with that we're going to talk more about the ready to retire process a little later in the show only have a couple of minutes left in this segment but we'll we'll start the process of going into our third type we're talking about five types of retirement savers today uncertain strugglers was our first optimistic dreamers our second the third one is ambitious risk taker oh boy this group makes up 28 percent of the population they are generally young and optimistic so they include a little bit of uh, the optimism optimism from the previous group but when i think ambitious risk taker they're okay with being aggressive right they're more likely to be open to new and different opportunities nearly half are under the age of 45 and 28 percent are under 35 Now, I thought this was interesting. 43% do have a financial advisor, but that means more than half don't. 75% expect their income sources to last through retirement. They trust financial advisors, but do their own research and are more likely to consider themselves experts in retirement planning. The aggressiveness, I think, is something we ought to take on first. Yeah, let's let's talk about that quickly. Number one, I think that that if you're young, we would agree with you. Uh, being aggressive is is certainly appropriate. It is in line with what your risk profile should be. The folks I worry about in this category is those are those that are very near retirement and still have that pedal all the way down because they're afraid they have a bad case of FOMO. They're fear of missing out. Yeah. I'm going to miss some returns, so yeah. I've got to have that pedal down all the way till the point in time that I'm ready to take income or maybe even on into retirement. That's where the danger is. When you think about who this group is, too, they can have a little bit of recency bias creep in here, too, because if you think about where the markets have been uh, recently, it's real easy to think I throw money at it and I'm going to get a 40% return, right? I mean, that was the 12-month trailing average, about 40% on the S&P 500. But we're seeing how markets go both ways just this week. So we'll talk a little bit more about that from the investment side when it comes to our third type of retirement saver, ambitious risk taker. Is that you? We'll talk a little bit more about it on the Get Ready for the Future show after this break. 866-653-PLAN to connect with a Gen Wealth advisor as we welcome you back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Talking today about five types of retirement savers that uh, lots of surveying, lots of statistical information has been compiled. And uh, the results are psychologically what type of retirement saver are you? Are you an uncertain struggler? That was the one we talked about in the first segment. Or an optimistic dreamer? The third one we just got started on before the break was ambitious risk taker, making up 28% of the U.S. population. Most of them are younger and they are more aggressive. An ambitious risk taker would lead you to believe they are. But I think the, the challenge there, and John, you talked about it too, your investment objective, if you're younger, it's still a good idea to be aggressive. But it's a mentality thing for me. We talk a lot about on our show the difference between chasing a rate of return with your investments and trying to achieve an outcome. An outcome is really the key when it comes to retirement. You should be 100% focused on the outcome of your retirement, meaning what is your income? You know, that is a little bit of a play on words, but it's very legitimate. The outcome of your retirement has got to result in income replacement because, look, you're working for a paycheck right now, and as long as you work, you will have that paycheck in place. When retirement comes, you're basically walking off of that paycheck cliff, if you will, and there's nothing there to support you other than Social Security and the assets that you have. So the key is trying to figure out how you can replace a substantial part of the paycheck that you've got in retirement. That, I think, is is really the only objective. And for people that are getting close to retirement, one of the things that we talk to them about is taking enough risk for their plan to work, but not so much risk that their plan is at risk. 
you do not want to risk. There are no do-overs in retirement, Candace, and so mm-hmm. you can't really chase that return like you maybe could have in your earlier days as you approach retirement. Yeah, we call that the retirement red zone, right? Mm-hmm. In the last five to 10 years before you retire, or even a few years after you retire, uh, you cannot afford to make a mistake, right? And we also have to talk with our clients about um, when we do put together their plan and implement the plan that not every single account of theirs is going to look like, oh, we've, you know, hit it out of the park and we've made some great returns. Not going to track the S&P 500. Yeah, exactly. So there's going to be a portion of the portfolio that's very conservative and is not intended to make a lot. Scott, uh, one of the things that we deal with as people are approaching retirement is is what to do, what to do with Social Security. And, and I know for risk takers, you're, you're thinking, well, Social Security is probably not going to be there for me or what have you. I want to invite even people that think that to join us on uh, Tuesday, May 18th at 630 for our uh, workshop called Maximizing Retirement Income with Social Security. Now, this is a little bit of a different take on the purpose of Social Security. One of the things that we like to explain to people is that Social Security is actually a tool that enables your money to last much longer in retirement. And if you think about that, if you didn't have Social Security and you only had your money to, to live on in retirement, you'd be in jeopardy because that money could run out and you don't have a safety net. Social Security basically comes along and says, okay, you can have this much money per month coming in, so you don't have to take so much money out of your retirement account, and that enables that retirement account to stretch out longer and longer and longer. We're going to talk about this at the workshop. It is coming up on May 18th at 6.30. If you're watching on Facebook Live, you can uh, actually click in the link the link that is in the comments to register for that Social Security workshop, or you can go to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events to register. We have a few more seats available. That is coming up on Tuesday, May 18th. I want to point out because it leads right into this next point about the ambitious risk takers that they trust financial advisors, but they do their own research and are more likely to consider themselves experts in retirement planning. So it's good that you do your own research. And and I do think we have lots of clients that like to participate in the process, really, truly understand everything. And that's fine. But the expert part in retirement planning This group also tends to focus a little more on fees, right? To think about if I do this all myself, that I won't have to pay somebody to do it. I will make more on my investments. Well, when you talk about Social Security, when you talk about the retirement red zone, you talk about a different investment strategy, you talk about retirement income, that shows you that retirement is so much more than investments. It really is. And I think that you can be penny wise and pound foolish. I think you can can save a little bit on a fee and it might make this much difference in your retirement. And when I'm on the radio, I probably shouldn't say this much and, and use, use my uh, uh, gestures, but, but I'm talking about maybe it makes an inch difference in your retirement. But sitting down with a financial advisor and having the proper plan could make feet or yards difference in the outcome of your retirement. And again, it is not what you save. It's what you don't know that can hurt you in retirement. Yeah. And what about a bad move tax-wise, right? Yeah. Uh, that, those types of things. Those are those are actually dollars and cents that you could save that if you that are they're definitely more than just the investment returns. There's a value in, in picking the right advisor. Scott, you, you mentioned taxes. I can tell you that I have seen time and time and time again that we have actually caused a client to change their course on what they thought they wanted to do from a tax standpoint because someone had told them, water cooler conversation, that friend, yeah. that family member or whatever, someone had probably with the best intentions told them, well, I would do this. And you get to analyzing it and it doesn't make financial sense. And I think that's really where the value of a financial advisor uh, comes into play. Are you going to pay for advice? Absolutely. You're going to pay for any good advice that you get. The question is not what you pay for that advice. The question is, what is the value of that advice going to add to your overall retirement picture? And I think that time after time, we can prove that working with a financial advisor is additive to that process. And just talking back with that uh, water cooler conversation, you know, those uh, friends that you listen to and, and you talk with, that may not be your situation. 
you know, you may come in and say, well, my friend did this. My friend does a good job. I trust my friend. So I need to do that too. Well, let's talk about how, about your situation because your situation may be completely different and it may not be good for you. Yeah. They, and that goes from all the way from the decision about social security, all the way to the decision about how you invest your money and everything in between. You need very specific, specialized, customized recommendations for your situation because everybody is really different. All right, we got to get rolling here. We've got two more types of retirement savers to talk about. The next one is pretty, pretty much the opposite of ambitious risk taker. It's cautious preparer. And as you might imagine, this group is a little older. The group makes up 17% of the population. They are uh, 68% are over 45. 20% are between ages 65 and 75. Many have prepared for the worst and stuck with what they believe are tried and true investment strategies. Though cautious preparers have knowledge about retirement planning, they still have questions. They do their own research, but they do tend to rely, I think, more on experts. Some have even calculated their retirement income needs. 27% are already retired. That's the highest percentage among the five savers. First thing I think about when you think about cautious preparer as it relates to age, they likely have seen a lot. You know, you think about the recency bias. We talked about the risk takers. If they're younger, they've pretty much seen this market go one way. This group has lived through quite a bit when it comes mm-hmm. to the markets. Yeah, I think that if you understand that the last real extended recession we had was back in 2008, and you think about, well, that wasn't that long ago. Actually, it was. It was about, <laughs> what, 14 years ago. It's getting there. And, and so, you know, there are a lot of people that really haven't seen anything but blue skies. And all of a sudden, when there's some storm clouds coming, they go, well, I'll get around that until you can't. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to be, a, a, to some extent, a cautious preparer. And these folks are really uh, the people that have to balance their, their caution against the opportunities that they have. One mm-hmm. of the things that, that we do in the Income for Life model, which is part of the Ready to Retire process at Gen Wealth is that we have different buckets or segments of money. Some of that money is going to be invested very, very conservatively because you're going to need that money in the near term. Some of that money is going to be invested more aggressively because you're going to need that money 15 or 20 years down the road. Some of it is going to be moderate. Some of it is going to be sort of a hybrid investment, if you will, money that you may need in 10 or 15 years. So you've got to align the, the risk profile of when you're going to use that money with the type of investment that, that you need. And so, Scott, there is no one formula. You can't just say, well, I'm conservative or I'm aggressive because neither one of those work in retirement mm-hmm. income planning. Well, let's go back to the risk taking. You will still be taking on risk even if you are a cautious preparer, right? Or I said that wrong. No, cautious preparer is right. Yeah. So if you're very cautious and you don't want to take risk in the market, what other type of risk might you be taking on? Inflation risk mm-hmm. is chief among my thoughts as we talk about why we want to do that bucketing strategy. We need to have some of your money invested in a an asset class that is going to outpace inflation. Because if you start, we talked about this earlier in the show with Social Security, checks, Candace, and, and pensions. We know that we are going to have to live on a retirement income that has to increase over time. Right. And so then what would happen if inflation risk becomes a problem for these clients who are too cautious, if they've been too conservative, they could run out of money because they didn't have some growing while they were spending. Yes. You think about how often somebody says, okay, I've got a million dollars. If I just uh, take $40,000 out a year, I'm going to live 20 years. That's not taking into consideration. You're going to need more than Mm $40,000 if you're starting uh, with $40,000. So that inflation risk has to be taken on. And the other thing I think about too, when I think about cautious preparers, I think about what we call the just-in-case retirement, that that's what a lot of people tend to enter retirement with. I'm going to squeeze by on my Social Security check and this big pile of money that I've spent a lifetime slaving over, sacrificing over, spending time getting ready for retirement is going to be my just-in-case money. If something happens, that's the only reason I'm going to tap it. We, We had someone come in earlier this week that basically said, 
We don't know what to do with this money. We don't know whether we need to take it now or take it later. Or we just don't know what we, we need to do. We think we need to probably save it just in case. Yeah. And, and they literally said just in case. And so we're talking through that and we're helping them to come to an understanding of how your plan is a just in case plan, but it is actually giving you some freedom to use some of that money now while you're putting up some of it later for the future when just in case might develop. 501-653-PLAN. That's the number you can call to connect with the Gen Wealth Advisor. You can Actually, also... Actually, 866-653-PLAN. What did I say? 501. I combined a couple of those up That's there. okay. 866-653-PLAN. Thank you, John. You can also email us, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Five types of retirement savers. Our fifth and final one is next. Scott Inman, John Shrewsbury, Candace Stanley, back on the Get Ready for the Future show, talking about five types of retirement savers today. And our final type is purposeful planners. A lot of alliteration with that one. This group makes up 12% of the population. Many are nearing retirement or have already retired. 42% are 55 plus. Purposeful planners are often well-positioned to enjoy retirement. Most have a financial plan, devote time to retirement planning, and have a good amount of knowledge about retirement planning. 78% expect their sources of income to last throughout retirement. That is the highest percentage among the five saver types. Confidence is the thing that pops out right there, right? I mean, you, yeah. you want to have a plan, and if you have a plan, I think you tend to be more confident than if you don't. And the sad part about that, though, is it only makes up 12% of the population. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are the heroes of, of the bunch, if you will. These are the folks that are doing it right. These are the folks that, that have been intentional about their retirement. And they really should be what everybody else should aspire to be. Uh, I, I, I'm really taken aback by the fact that this only makes up 12% of the population. But we already know that a lot of people really haven't journeyed down this road to try to figure out this whole retirement thing. That's why we exist at Gen Wealth Financial Advisors. This is a huge problem, regardless of what age group you're thinking about, whether you're just getting started, whether you're in that middle uh, where you're getting pulled between your, your kids, your own life and your parents' life, or if you're ready to take that next step into life, which is retirement at any particular point in time, you've got to be intentional about what you're doing. And if you do that, then guess what? You're really going to be unique because there's only 12% of the population that's really uh, taken on this challenge. Candace, I think that, that when we see people who come into our office to talk with us about this, oftentimes it's the fear of the unknown when they are mm-hmm. thinking about this plan thing. They, they really don't understand what it is they're jumping off into, and they really don't understand the benefits. Yeah, I think the uh, one of the important things to note here is that if you see yourself in one of these types of retirement savers and you don't like that that's where you are, you don't have to stay there. Um, coming in for a plan will definitely um, get you closer to being that purposeful planner. Yes. Um, and uh, give you that peace of mind that may help in retirement. Yeah, I think it's too important to point out that if you are sitting here listening to the five types and you think you are the purposeful planner, what is the plan? Because a lot of people think they do have a plan. John, you're thinking, oh, only 12% of the population has a plan. Well, if we ask people who think they have a plan, I think the number would be higher, but they may not. Mm -hmm. Look, a plan is on paper on purpose. It is not in your brain of this is how I think I'm going to do it because I will almost assure you that it's not nearly comprehensive enough to take in all the what ifs of retirement because there are a ton of what ifs when you're involving retirement. So retirement planning is something that that we do as a profession and it is it is very encompassing in terms of all the possibilities. Now we can't cover every possibility, but we can certainly get much broader than somebody can just in their own mind about how they think retirement is going to work out. A lot of people, you know, we we saw this very commonly uh, a few years ago and we're seeing more of it now. A lot of people think, well, I'm gonna buy rental property and that's gonna be my retirement income. Well, that works until it doesn't, Mm -hmm. until you have to spend a lot of money on a house or until you get to the age or the health condition Mm -hmm. where you can't do a lot of that work. And so those are things that, that again, 
you've got to kind of take into account. And that's where planning can come into the equation. Not saying that real estate can't be part of your uh, overall retirement plan, because we have a lot of people that do that. But you have to have some contingencies there. All right. So if you are 12% of the population, and you are a purposeful planner, and that plan is written on paper on purpose, what is the tip for you? Well, I think one tip that stands out for me is don't set it and forget it. You know, we do have, when we build a plan for our clients, very commonly one of the questions from them before we can even get to it is, is what happens next? And I think you should evaluate that if you are a purposeful planner and you had a plan and it was built with a financial advisor, but you haven't seen that financial advisor in three, four, five years, hmm, that's a problem. The tip there is, is you need a process of regularly meeting with your advisor. Candace, that's something you and I do on a regular basis. Candace and I are on a team here at Gen Wealth, and we work together with with our clients. And we uh, a good part of our week is spent with what we call annual reviews, where we're mm-hmm. at, and it doesn't necessarily have to be every three hundred sixty five days, but it does need to be sometime during that year period of time where we're sitting down and accounting for what's going on and planning what's next. Yeah, our role does not end just with putting a plan together and saying, "Here you go, good luck." There's your plan. We continue to work with you and have a relationship with you and update that plan because life happens and changes come and the plan needs to update with you. I say often it's an outbound call once a year from us. We're going to expect to schedule you an annual review, but that's if nothing's really changed. Mm -hmm. We're going to still touch base with you once a year. If something happens, like Candace said, life is going to happen. Our clients are coming in and meeting with us and updating that plan. It is a living breathing Mm -hmm. document. It is not a set it and forget it. So those are our five types of retirement savers. So what's the big takeaway? I I hope that maybe you've identified which type you are, and I hope that we've provided some clarity on communicating uh, the challenges that can be associated with being that type. But it comes back to what I said a minute ago, John, what's the plan? The plan is the thing that drives behavior because So much of this is psychological, so much of it is behavior-driven, and if you are floating around out there without something written down, where you're going, how you're going to get there, and then when you reach that, it's not a destination, then the income begins, and it begins a process uh, of its own. If you don't have that, you are just floating in the breeze, really. You know what happens to people that, that are in a situation like that? They roll up on retirement, and they get a little bit bug eyed and they go, wow, Life just got real all of a sudden. All of this was theoretical when I was saving money. And, you know, one of these days I'm going to, to, to retire. And then you roll up on that date where you suddenly realize that basically your existence, your survival, your needs, wants, and wishes all 100% depend on what move you make next. Mm. The question that I would ask is, are you ready for that kind of enormity of a decision? If you haven't planned for it, then you're probably not ready. And that is the value to what uh, in that what we do here at Genwell Financial Advisors. If you think about it, you know, it involves a lot of things like investment strategy. It involves Social Security maximization. It involves creating guaranteed income to basically meet those basic needs that you've got in retirement. It involves reducing taxes in retirement. It involves a whole plethora of things that you and your advisor are going to work on as you head toward retirement. Take that opportunity to do that by actually engaging with us here at GenWealth. And you can do that very easily, Scott. Uh, Reach out to Anna Olive, our new client introduction specialist, at that uh, toll-free number, 866-653-PLAN, 866-653-7526. Very easy to get engaged with that process because you do have to have that plan regardless of wherever you are Mm -hmm. on that continuum of time as you work toward retirement. So we talked earlier in the show about the Money Guide uh, platform as well. So we have two opportunities there for that fit wherever you are along your journey uh, towards retirement. If you are in the middle of your life or even just really getting started, Money Guide is the place that you want to go. That same number gets you started in that process. But if you are five to 10 years out from retirement, Candace call it the retirement red zone. That's what we're fond of calling it. That's when you want to look at the ready to retire process because it is specifically built for redesigning that investment strategy now that the game is changing. Yes, absolutely. And Scott, I'll, I'll give a little bit of a tease. Toward the end of the month, we're going to announce a brand new program 
here at GenWealth for folks that are just trying to figure it out. They're trying to get started. You really are more concerned about being financially well than you are being financially independent because you've got to you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. And so there is a there's a gap there that that beginning stage of your financial life. It may not be the beginning stage of of your work career. You may be. 30 or 40 years old and yep. still don't have it together from a financial standpoint, we're going to have a special program coming up at the end of the month to talk about that. Stay tuned for more information on that from GenWealth Financial Advisors. The goal is here to meet you wherever you are. We believe everyone should have access to a financial advisor and access to a financial plan. Well, you heard the bell. It is time for our final thoughts. And Candace, the third chair always oh, leads us first. off. Yes. Well, I think that of all of these five types, there are probably some good things to take from each of them. And so it's probably not good to be mm-hmm. one particular one at all and just have a balance of all of them. I would say that that I think that you can identify with where you fit in, but you know it's it's okay to be where you are, but it's not okay to stay there. You probably, unless you are that that last category that we talked about, that purposeful planner, you've got an opportunity to change, and that opportunity to change really begins with a simple phone call. If you're in central Arkansas, 866-653-PLAN. Anywhere in the United States, give us a call here at GenWealth Financial Advisors. We would love to sit down with you and help you to evolve from where you are right now into that purposeful planner. We talk about that first step. My final thought is we recognize, too, that maybe you're just not quite ready to get all of that together and come in and meet with a financial advisor. Maybe you're still just terrified of the thought, right? There's still an opportunity for you to get some resource, get some education, find out where you are. We want you to be able to know if you're on track, find out the likelihood of a successful retirement, a broad view. Now, this is not an on-paper, on-purpose, full-blown financial plan, but you can kind of get an idea a pullback, if you will, when you're talking about slicing through uh, the jungle, you need to be able to get up a little bit higher and see the right perspective. Go to 15minuteretirement.com, 15minuteretirement.com, or text the word checkup to 501-381-5228. Again, it's 501-381-5228 to begin uh, finding out if you're on track for retirement. Great show today, guys. Thanks thanks for being with us. Five types of retirement savers. Hope you learned something. I hope you'll join us again next week. Thank you for listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. If you enjoy hearing from the Gen Wealth team every week, make sure and subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to help us get the word out on building toward financial independence, share the podcast with your friends and family. The Gen Wealth financial team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 501-653-7355. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. GenWealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.